Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Happy Friday, 306 DGS on KMOX. Sounds like we're finally going to get some uh, winter weather coming in like Monday, Tuesday. And uh, then there's another storm coming uh, next weekend. Isn't that crazy that we know that? Yeah. It's in the, it's in the Pacific right now, but they... The wizard somehow know it's coming. <laughs> the wizard yeah. Dave Murray. Uh, we're going to do Stairway to Kevin, but I kind of want to uh, replicate what we just did on the break. Uh, I was asking Kevin, who has made his career doing solo stuff, sports, three, four hours at a time, is there any downside to an ensemble show like this? You're like, eh, pretty much not. not. Not that I've run into yet. I mean, it's been what? It's been a little over a year, right? Because it was like the fall of 22 Mm-hmm. It was, when we started uh, doing like it, end like of October November. or something, uh, November. Yeah, okay. So, no, I, I mean, like, th- this is way more fun, like, doing this, doing radio this way than it was to me doing it by yourself. But, you know, like I said, when you were, when I was, when I was doing just sports, there are different versions of it, like old school days, like when I was at Sporting News Radio, doing overnight show, 1 to 5 a.m., you don't have a co host, your producer's not coming on the air with you, <laughs> you're taking calls, though. Yeah. Like when you're doing that, like, and especially this is, we're talking like early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, where sports radio phone calls were nonstop. Yeah. I'd come on the beginning of the show at one o'clock, put, just say the phone number. They're full in two minutes. Yeah. And you just roll with phone calls, have the occasional Real guests. question. Yeah. Having done it for decades, if you can break it down into percentages, sports callers, what percentage are like, hey, Hank, that's a really interesting thing I hadn't really thought about. Let me flush it out. And what percentage are like, oh, my God, I don't care what if Lou Brock was a cyborg. Just <laughs> stop calling me, Clint. <laughs> um, it's different. Like, so locally, when I was doing this, just all sports here or on Sports Open Line on KMOX, it's more, the, there's a higher percentage that are just normal. Pretty good sports IQ. Yeah, just normal. Like, they know the sports. They know what they're talking about. And then you get a few goof, goofballs that have wild want. ideas. Yeah, yeah, of course. When I was doing it nationally, you had everything. Like we had, it was like a sitcom. That whole overnight show was like a sitcom with characters. We had uh, Jerome in Manhattan who was just insane. Like not, I mean like insane. He called me, I was telling our boss Steve more about this actually earlier today. He called, the, the Yankees won the World Series. I don't remember what year, but it was late 90s. They won the World Series the very night that I'm on the air. So they had won I came on the air maybe an hour and a half after the game's over. He's a Yankee fan. And he calls in. He's like, I'm really happy that the Yankees won. They should have won. They were the best team. 
But if they don't get into free agency <laughs> and fire their hitting coach, like it was immediately like he's crazy. And we had a guy, John in LA, who was crazy. And George in Charlotte was insane. He was the rain man of sports. He would sit there and tell you the height and weight of every college football player on any college team. And he would be dead right. And he would be one of the guys. You think I talk a lot when you get George from Charlotte, you could put him on. We would go to the break and not tell him we were going to the break, come back from the break, and he's still talking. We did that. Do we do that to a guest or a caller? I think just a caller. Yeah, yeah. we did that mm-hmm. once. So that was different. Like, back then, it was characters. Like, Stanley in Sacramento was the biggest trash talker probably since Muhammad Ali, like, and he was hilarious. So he had all these different characters. That was different. Um, and that was – so. It, and, again, the quality there really didn't matter, right? Were you smart or not didn't make any difference. Were you fun? Was it entertaining? I would love to do a half hour a day at least, up to an hour a day, of pure phone calls. I love that. Yeah. I love it as a broadcaster. I love it listening. But I'm still sheepish. Like on 97.1, it was like you. I could say the number, people would call, yep. and it, we'd have 50 phone calls and only room for five or six. Uh, we've had that happen here. But I'm still a little insecure about, hey, here's the number, and then it's like crickets. <laughs> I mean, I, when I, and Matt Pauly does it. When I was on Sports Up Line, we did that all the time. Took calls a lot. Um, but, it, again, it's also different. I get, I get what you're looking at from this perspective because when you're wide open to important topics, it can be – I feel like it could be difficult to wrangle. I haven't done it. Well, and it's also, I think – a lot of times, and we have wonderful callers on KMOX. We have the best callers I've ever dealt with on the radio on KMOX. But I, uh, a lot of times we ask them for, like, a lot of critical thinking, and people are like, oh, I just got off work. I'm trying to drive home. You know what I mean? And yeah. we're like, what, what are your deep thoughts about this right. thing? Whereas with, like, you know, sports radio or whatever, it's just kind of like, hey, uh, did you get mad at the Cardinals last night? Call yeah, or, or, <laughs> right, right. You know, 97-1, the DGS with the DGS. We were kind of the... Odd man out mm-hmm. by the end of it because of mm-hmm. politics, uh, but I think politics is the same way. Whether it's if you're all very if everybody's in alignment, very conservative, yeah. yeah like if, if we just did political stuff, I think people would call in all the time. I think you're right about that, and I also think that in, in talking politics in a position where you're not really on anybody's side doesn't really lend itself to. It's not as sexy. No, that's my. I guess that's the point, right? It's not bad. It's a good thing, I think. Um, but it's it, there's not a lot of just full on buy in on that from mm-hmm. people, right? Like sports. If I were to come on Sports Open Line and talk about the Cubs, I'm not getting any calls. Yeah. But everybody's on the Cardinals because I'm talking about the Cardinals. And you know, in politics, there are two big teams, and then there are those of us that don't like either team, and that makes that a lot more complicated, I think. Yeah. Uh, stairway to Kevin. Uh, all right, let's go weird. <laughs> Rach, I have some audio. I don't know what it's labeled. I think it's labeled AI girlfriend. Mm-hmm. All right. So obviously AI is coming. It's here, but I mean like, you know, everything AI is coming and they're, they're planning on their develop. There are people developing, including this guy who's in on the research, developing AI girlfriends and trying to figure out the best way to make it, I guess, seem real. Well, I think if people want AI companions, um, they have to be equals, right? Like they, it, it, most people probably would not be fulfilled if their companion was subservient to them all the time in a way that they knew that it was subservient to them. Yeah. So I, I wrote in the book that like I think if you want AI girlfriends, 
a really important feature is that they have to be able to reject you. <laughs> That's uh, I like the whole everything about this fascinates me. Like, first of all, I don't think we should be making AI girlfriends, boyfriends like Ugh, that is terrifying to me, because if you're already like an incel type and you can't get an actual woman to date you and then you're like, OK, fine, I'll get an AI girlfriend and then she rejects you. Where do you go from there, man? Yeah, that's kind of like a, a trade school for uh, mass shooters. Well, it's also like creating AI girlfriends who have the power to reject you. It's also like he says you they won't like a girl that's, you know, not like subservient to them all the time or whatever. But it's also like, well, if you're making an AI girlfriend, that's just going to be like, ew, you're gross. Get out of here. What's the what's the point of doing it? But sadly, I understand the logic yeah, sure. that if you want to make it as because realistic it as possible, normal, right. a real human girl can reject you. Do but, they want real, though? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too, is if you're going the route of, I want an AI companion. It's because you don't, specifically, you don't want a rejection. real girlfriend yeah. because real women still exist in the world. <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense it is. If you If it, you want an AI girlfriend, you specifically don't want a real woman. It is a very, what like... What is an AI girlfriend? I guess it's just, a, it's like you have a chat bot, but... It's your girlfriend. But I mean, is there a visual component? I have no idea. Let's Google it. I Dave. think that I think they're I mean, I think I'm assuming at some point there's going to be every variation of it you can right. think of. Like there overseas there are like little what Andrew, do you know remember what the, the there was a big story about this. It's like a, it's almost like a Nintendo game where you have a girlfriend on your Nintendo Go or your the old one, not the new one. What's the older Nintendo handheld? Uh, like a not like the a, Switch, but the one that came before that. Well, there's, there's the 3DS. Yeah, the those, DS, the, those, those. Uh, yeah, they, they. You could have a quote unquote virtual girlfriend, and it was a video game, and people were really into that, and and or at least some people were. This is obviously going to be something beyond that. The idea I get right. We've talked about this, I think, Dave, with people talking about companionship for senior citizens, where you have an AI mm-hmm. that can have a conversation with oh, you. Oh, do you remember? Uh, do you remember Reppy? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I do. We all it's remember the AI boy AI. that you had a strangely sexual relationship yes, with. That's, yes, that's what we're talking about here. That's exactly uh, what well, we're talking about. I looked we're, it up, and you can get one with a visual component. And I had to quickly uh, exit oh, that no. website. <laughs> Reppy had a visual, component. and I—I I mean, I'm gonna go out okay, on the limb. We get it. No, I'm just saying, you miss there Reppy. Was a, there was a picture, and you could dress Reppy up. I'm gonna go out on Did a limb. You? And no, because it costs money. And bet that this will also eventually involve robots. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we already, I don't think it's even eventual. No, no. I mean, like those things exist already, dolls or whatever. Um, so I'm sure that an AI will be put into some physical structure at some point. But the idea, though, is the brain, right? Like you want it. You you want a back and forth with someone. Like ex machina. But if you so if you, I guess what the guy is trying to say essentially is, if you want something, someone or a partner, let's put it that way, that's never going to tell you no. That's not a boyfriend or girlfriend. That's a servant. That's not the same thing, right? If you want anything closely resembling any kind of relationship, there has to be some kind of back and forth. So the movie, Ex Machina, that I referenced, great movie, by the way. Yeah, very good. Oscar uh, Isaac. That's basically the core of it. Yeah. That Oscar Isaac is a genius, and he has created incredibly lifelike uh, robot cyborgs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, created a brain that is almost uh, indistinguishable from a human brain. And then it becomes, well, when is this thing 
considered sentient when they could uh, require consent. Right. Or to be set free. Right? I mean, if you end up with a sentient being or something even close to that, well, how do you get to keep it? I don't know. I mean, like that that's... But th- to me, the whole thing here... And wouldn't it be interesting if the test for that is, let's say that there's this amazing, crazy, realistic robot that uh, is as smart as any AI we've seen, and say it's a female, and you have it at your home because you paid $10,000 for it, and after a year, this thing goes, I want to leave. I don't like you. I don't like what happens. I want to go. That's, to me, kind of the test for you should probably let this thing go. Mm. Yeah, we're really playing with fire here. I mean, there doesn't seem like a clear path to, and then everyone was happy. It all worked out. I, it just feels yeah. like we shouldn't be going we're heading down, this down path. a dark lane. Yeah. If yeah. you open the door to, a, a, like, computers rejecting you, then you're also opening the door to people going out of their way to create artificial non consensual relationships, which is extremely unhealthy. That's like a whole next level of unhealthy. But will happen. But will happen if you Pretty open the door. Pretty much if we it. can create it, we have. Yeah, yeah, if you open the door to it, the door will be open. Well, let's, like let's, they, people will walk through. Let's take the whole, you know, boyfriend girlfriend thing out. What if it's your your right. your your servant? Yeah. Your butler, right. your maid, and eventually that that AI is like I don't want to clean your I don't house like anymore. Your eggs. Yeah. It's I mean, I'm I'm guessing that we're not going to make that kind of AI for those kinds of yeah of of jobs, if you will. But this is why it was interesting to me that what this guy was talking about, because if you're talking about AI boyfriend girlfriend relationship, well, to be anything close to real, it has to be able to tell you no. But then when we get to that point of expressing some kind of will. Or is it, is, or is it just random? Is it just like, is it just like our video games? Yeah, every where tenth time, you every say no. choice you make affects others, but they're still NPCs and they're not actually conscious. I'm kind of glad I'm 59 and not <laughs> 18, like Phoebe. I mean, honestly, like, waters I would, if I could, you know, to be 18 uh, or even 28, like Nick, um, the wonders they will see. However, the darkness they will yeah, see. Yeah, say good and the bad. Every generation has both. 325 DGS. We also just talking about uh, uh, Pat McAfee's show, which I've never heard a word of, uh, and uh, that it kind of appeals to bros. Okay, I, in my uh, it, you say bro, I got a picture. Okay, I know what you're talking about, and I know that Phoebe being in college, there's a lot of bros in college. Here's my question, and I don't, really don't know because I. I don't know if I have been a bro. I didn't know it at the time. <laughs> no one alerted me to the fact. I think we all are when we're young. Okay, so here's my question. I know there's been this supposed feminization of men and no real men anymore and toxic masculinity. Are 2024 bros what guys just used to be 20 years ago? I don't see a big difference. I mean, think about all the characters in movies over the generations that are basically the bro. Biff from Back to the Future was a bro. Right. And again, they're not all bullies. Not all bros are bullies. I think that's important to understand. Like the bro thing is more about just like you're interested in the same types of things. Right. You like sports and chicks and, you know, like that kind of thing. But they're not. I, I think I was saying to you before the break, like a bro, bros aren't bad. Some of them are. But you're just in. That's just where you are at that moment. And usually they're you're young and you're like just figuring things out. And eventually you'll be 
less of this and more of this, okay, this or whatever. Is a giant question. We have like two minutes, but uh, and Rach, jump in on this being the only girl here. Do you think that bro is the natural evolution of the male? That at some point, that's just, if you leave them alone, if you don't try to control them or tell them that something is bad or good, is that just naturally where men go? Well, that's a huge question. I know. Well, you um, have a minute and a half. I think, it's where, <laughs> I think it's where some men go, and I think that some men would never go down that route, and then I think that some men take that route because that's what they feel like society you know, has pushed them towards. I don't think there's any like, right, oh, this is the natural way to be a man. I don't think there is one cookie cutter solution to that i would agree a lot of it's about rate how you're who you're raised by how you're raised all that but that phrase boys will be boys has been around for a long time for a reason it's not an excuse for anything it's just the point is that certain characteristics are going to be there it's about how they refine themselves over time i'm not the same guy now that i was at 21 right and i think that that's the whole idea right the young the older you get the more you learn Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 334 DGS. Happy Friday to you. Dave Murray joins us. Hello, Dave. Hello there. I'm going to talk about my arm again. So okay. I got this weird thing, this shooting pain with electricity going down my arm. I don't taste a nickel, so I don't think it's a, a stroke. Uh, Wheel City had How about the same, dimes? <laughs> Wheel City had the same thing. I've had similar things many times. Yeah, I, me I too. Mean, I have like right now, you, I could tell you I feel the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where I'm leading with this is probably the worst pain I've ever had in my life in, on a chronic level was what we commonly call tennis elbow, oh. where I could bench press as much as I could ever bench press. I could curl as much as I could ever curl. If I picked up a coffee mug, it would take me to the ground. <laughs> the angle, yeah. Yes, yeah. it was terrible. And, and you Google it, it's like, oh, yeah, tennis elbow. And you're like, no, 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 no. This <laughs> has dying. to be some sort of cancer. <laughs> like, it's just, it was awful. Like, I broke, I've broken my pelvis before, and it didn't hurt that bad. Mm. Isn't it you weird? Do, you do know that every woman who has delivered a baby oh, yeah, yeah. is listening to you going, yeah, sure. what a wuss you are. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know this is like a, a hack stand-up comedian joke, but 
we wouldn't have humans if men had to deliver Absolutely. babies. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Right? Like, ten guys would have done it. We'd all gone like, yeah, I'm just never going to have sex. I'm, I'm not doing it. <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. Rach, no how much does that freak you out? It used to really freak me out when I was younger, and now that I'm getting older and the clock has started to tick, it does That's not. It does not freak me out at all. Hmm. Do you? And again, I'm asking you all. I'm asking her all these giant questions on the <laughs> yeah, show no, today. No. Does it? I know you don't know, but does it feel just the passage of time and maturing, and you're a different person now, or does it feel hormonal? Like is the clock a real thing? It's both. It's definitely hormonal, and it's also I think my relationship with my sister-in-law and seeing her carry two of my nieces, and I had just never really been around pregnancy, yeah. so it it always freaked me out. Yeah. But like kind of being around it and being around newborns, I think that like changed me a yeah. little bit. Dave, did you ever think about having a bunch of kids? No. No, one one was one was always the, the goal. Plan. And yeah, and in fact when after we had our our son, Janice said to me, That's it, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> Can't blame her. Not me either. I saw two of them happen and I'm like, you uh, <laughs> better you than me. Steve's uh, like, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> my B. Don't know if this helps. Steve's <laughs> just like tapping his heart. My B. <laughs> Yeah, when the, so uh, Phoebe was C-section by Dr. Tobler, and uh, it was the weirdest thing. We had an appointment on uh, March 4th because we thought, oh, 30405 is a cool birthday, and we showed up at 1 p.m. like we're getting our hair cut, and mm -hmm. we're like, we're the Glovers, <laughs> we're going to have a baby. They're like, come on back. It's like, this is really weird, really bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> and you do, as a guy, you, you can't help but feel guilty. Maureen is on a gurney, like the cross thing, and they're opening her up, and I'm just standing. I could have been eating a, a crueler, you know, and just... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you try to act like you're involved in some way, like, oh, yes, yes, Some yes. way, yeah. Yes, right. uh, I see what this is going, yes, yes. Yeah. Janice, hold went, something? Yeah, Janice went through 24 hours of dry labor, oh. which explains a lot. I don't know what that is, what but is those dry? two words it's not good. Never... It's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Oh, my. Uh, and she always tells the story. She says, I'm lying there in somewhat of painful, uncomfortable situation, and the nurses are all coming in going, hi, Dave, how are you? Can we get you anything? <laughs> I just love you. <laughs> no. Oh, man. That's awful. Like, our, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the scheduling because ours was just the, you know, the typical random, well, guess we better go. I'm asleep on the couch because I'm working, I work overnights, and I'm, just, I'm out, and my wife comes out and says, we need to go now. Like we need to go, and I'm like, all right, I'll get up. Calm. I'll get up in a minute. She's like, no, 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 we have to go now. I'm like, I know, I know, I just need to wake up. She's like, my water broke. We need to go now. I'm like, boom, okay, let's go. <laughs> I've told this story so many times, but Randy uh, was doing radio, and he had a weekend show, and he was enamored with radio, and uh, it's right in the middle of the procedure. And he kind of stops and looks at me and he goes, can I ask you a radio question? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes, uh, after you put Maureen's pancreas back in, that would, uh, I have all the time in the world for you after this. Pull my child out. And it's so funny. Like, Phoebe is gorgeous. You guys know Phoebe. Oh, yeah. She's gorgeous. She's just empirically, even if she weren't mine, she's just, she's gorgeous, blue eyes, you know, blonde hair, gorgeous. When she came out, she looked a bit like an alien. She, got, she looked like a, like a slea stack. And I remember they handed her to me, and I didn't say it, but I'm thinking, eh, she'll be funny. 
You know, it's like, <laughs> she's going to be okay. You're going to be okay, little girl. Well, now she's both. She's funny and she's Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I got the whole package. Uh, Dave, I know we have weather coming in yep. like Monday, Tuesday. How's the weekend look? Yeah. Well, there's three systems that, that are in play. And we continue to be, in my terms, a no-freak zone right now. And I like to say nobody... Nobody freaks out about this until I freak out about it. And I'm not freaking out about it yet. But system number one is coming through this evening. Really from now until about midnight, there's going to be some light snow, a little rain mixed in. So it's going to be a very wet snow. We stay above freezing all night long, 34 for the overnight low. But there could be an inch or less of sloppy, slushy, wet snow on the grassy surfaces. Road temperatures are well above freezing, so we should be okay Saturday, just a cloudy day and 40. Sunday, well, first of all, the second system is just some sprinkles and some snow flurries Saturday night. That's not a big deal at all. Sunday, going to be optimistic, call it partly sunny, windy. Wind's picking up, especially during the afternoon, 42. Now, the system that continues to be on the radar is still off the coast of Alaska. It is a long, long way away. So Sunday night, Clouds are back, 28, Monday clouds, rain developing Monday afternoon, 45 degrees, Monday night, mainly rain, could be a little sleep mixed in, but it's mainly rain Monday night, 35, Tuesday, rain in the morning, changing over to a wet snow going through the afternoon and into Tuesday evening, windy, 38 degrees for the high on Tuesday. If we see any sloppy accumulation of snow the way things are looking right now, it would be Tuesday afternoon into Tuesday evening. That's a long, long way off. I still think the access of, uh, of a pretty good snow will be from Columbia to Quincy to Springfield in Illinois, mm-hmm. not over the St. Louis area. So we've got to just kind of keep that in mind. Also, there's been a lot of chatter about the hurricane hunters flying into this storm mm-hmm. uh, that's off the coast of Alaska. They are, in fact, in it. They're in it right now. Mm. But it's nothing new. It's been going on for over a year. And, Dave, that third system is like not this weekend but next weekend, right? No, no. It's Monday night and Tuesday. Oh, is there something uh, yeah. that's supposed There's to happen? There's something, then? yeah. All of a sudden, everybody's talking about, yes. oh, the third system is next weekend. No, the third system, again, the first system is tonight. Second system is Saturday night with just sprinkles and flurries. Third system is Monday night and Tuesday. There is a potential for something else coming down the line mm-hmm. next weekend. Okay. Uh, and there's all, I'm already hearing snow amounts on that thing. But okay. um, and, and as we mentioned, you know, it does look like a boatload of cold air coming right into the middle of the nation around the 15th of January and again around the 15th of February, each lasting about 10 days. I'm so going to eat my words. I'm like, all right, finally some cold weather and I'm going to be bitching like crazy once it hits. <laughs> Headlines, Rach. Brought to you by Schnooks. Find hundreds of exclusive digital offers and coupons with the Schnooks Rewards app. So the FDA has approved the import of bulk medicines from Canada. Uh, Uh, They want to import bulk medicines from Canada to Florida. Florida says the plan could save up to $150 million by purchasing drugs in Canada at lower prices and importing them into the U.S. This would be a major policy shift for the Hmm. United States if that were allowed to happen. But officials in Canada are a little concerned that its national supply is too small to support mass exports like this. So we'll keep an eye on it. 
see how that goes. Uh, the U.S. Mint is releasing Harriet Tubman coins. A half dollar, a silver dollar, and a five dollar gold coin feature Tubman's likeness, uh, and they will be available starting in February. These are, of course, legal tender, but they won't be released into wide circulation. You have to order them from the U.S. Mint. You know how I love objects. I'm very tactile. I love like playing with a coin or something like that. Like challenge coins are great from the military. Uh, my dad was a coin collector. And I have such great memories of watching him sit at the kitchen table with like Kennedy half dollars and little gold things. And Dave, did you ever do this like with your dad? Like remember when in our childhood people would put quarters in those paper things? Oh, yeah. To then turn in. Oh, you oh know? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, that was yeah. a big part of my childhood. I think those still exist. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Back then, though, it was like it seemed like everyone did that. Yeah. I was watching a YouTube video of like an old episode of The Price is Right or something. I don't know. It just came on. Man, it, you're living your life. I know. I mean, oh, to be young again. Rachel, the, cl- the clock is ticking, yeah, Rachel. exactly. <laughs> this is how I'm spending my time. It was 11.54 p.m. on New Year's Eve. <laughs> I'm like, put on The Price is Right video. But anyway, they had old commercials from like, I guess it was like the early 90s. And they had one of those coin so- sorters that yeah. were all the rage back yeah, then. Yeah. And it just brought back so many memories yeah. of like my grandpa getting that at Christmas or something, and it's like, we're going to sort all of our coins in five <laughs> seconds. Anyone ever use one of those professional ones? The coin stars? Yeah. Yeah. I've used a coin uh, star. I'm way too I afraid have, of I those have, things. Yeah. You take the big jar of quarters and dump it in, and yeah. you get... Uh, they give you like 17%. They get, yeah, they give you way... <laughs> yeah. They take like 8% of it, which is a crazy number. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on to uh, less light fare. A former Capitol Police officer has announced... His bid for Congress. This is former U.S. Capitol Police Officer Harry Dunn, who was on duty during the January 6th attack and later testified to the House January 6th Select Committee, confirmed yesterday that he is running for Maryland's 3rd Congressional District. Hmm. Good for him. Um, A new poll is looking at election fears, according to this USA Today poll. 46 percent of registered Republicans say they had no confidence that ballots would be accurately counted and reported in November. The poll found a very stark divide when it came to Democrats, though. 81% said they are very confident that the 2024 elections would be, quote, fair. That's too so low. This is the sad state of what affairs in the United States. Only 80%? Of Democrats. of Democrats? I mean, just like in general. Yeah. It's another one of these topics that I know we were touching it's on gonna earlier. It's going to take a generation or two for this to go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but like, it's one of these topics that we touched on earlier with the whole Cardinals thing. It's a. People think they know how things work, and they don't really, and they don't take the time to find out. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, every state runs its own elections. There's no, like, national election. And they have all these checks and balances. Both, like, we, I forget who it was, but when I was with Ranj and Amy last year when we were talking about this stuff, we had an elections official on here. Everything is done with both Republicans and Democrats in the room. You know, like, it's not what people think it is. Pulling off... Rigging a national presidential election where you can control who wins the presidency, but everyone else, all the other Republicans can win. It, it would be a bigger feat than winning World War Two. It's just it's astronomical and just unbelievable that humans could pull that off, especially the Democrats, dumbasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Somebody yep. would like, talk like if think about it, the Republicans like the MAGA people and Trump like you are making wizards out of these people. 
Like anyone who could rig an election, rig it because you are obviously some sort of Armenian genius, and I want you running the the economy. If you were going to rig an election, exist. if you were going to rig an election, why would you pick Biden? As the guy that right. you're going to king right. make. Right, right. Put someone to, in who's not hungry. We're going to king right. make this 80-something-year-old right. guy. And that's a good point because it wouldn't matter who the opponent was no, you're if win. you're going to win. You're going to win. So you could just be like, let's just pick this But it's undetectable, yeah, yeah. and you let a whole bunch of other down-ballot Republicans win. One more story before we go to break. True. The biggest male specimen of the world's most hey, hey, vi- hey. all right, most venomous <laughs> spider was oh, found in Australia. What is it? His name is Hercules. It's a Sydney oh, funnel web spider. The Com- most venomous, poisonous yeah. in the yes. world. Coming in at a length of 3.11 inches, which is no it is bigger than a baseball. Wow. And he was discovered by a regular person, not a scientist, and was brought to a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Did he bite somebody? Uh, no, I don't think so. It, it doesn't say that it bit anybody. I think someone just discovered it and was like, oh, and took yeah. it to the hospital for the scientists and no, doctors to look at. So when we were going to Sydney for the Olympics, this was the one that they warned us about. Yeah. The funnel web. Yeah. Like, this is what they look like. Yeah. Shake out your shoes. That scares me to death. Yeah. Uh, that, that, he's a big and holy moly. Dave, are you anywhere near the desert? No. I was just wondering what the uh, the predators out where you live are now, if any. Just like St. Louis. Okay. You know, coyotes, skunks, raccoons. You guys have scorpions? No. When okay. uh, my brother lived in Tucson, and when I went to visit him, he his apartment was literally like you walk out the back door and into the desert. And we would go walking, especially like right at dusk. And you would just see the tarantulas like scamper, 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 scamper. <laughs> and he like he'd lived there for a long time. He's like, don't worry, they're not gonna like jump on your face. And <laughs> right, I'm like, ah, right. uh. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. So says you. Yeah, so says you. Shut up. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Have a good weekend. You too. Happy Friday, guys. We have George Mayhee, the food and wine editor of St. Louis Magazine, coming in. Going to do like a review of 2023. Winners, losers, good, bad, starts, closing, things like that. And uh, then some other fun stuff until 5 p.m. when I turn it over to Wheels and uh, Michael Calhoun for Total Information PM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.